Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to The Hemp Show, the show that gives you access to the world of wholesale hemp, from raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Ristelli. Hello and welcome to the January 5th, 2021 Hemp Show powered by CanTrade. My name is Mark Ristelli. I'm the CEO of CanTrade and the host of the Hemp Show. Joining us next on the Hemp Show, we have Pearl Coker with Tegrity Farms. Pearl has a passion for hemp and cannabis and their global <clears throat> impact on humanity. She has been active in the industry for four years now. And for the last two years, she's been with Tegrity Farms, developing and creating a smooth and relaxing smoking experience. Thank you very much for being here, Pearl, and welcome to The Hemp Show. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Can you hear me okay? Yes, can hear you. Awesome. Um, yeah, so just to kind of summarize what you said, I've been in the cannabis industry on the compliance side of things for four years now, um, and that is all well and good. And then two years ago, uh, my team over there at iComply decided to invest in a small family hemp farm down in the San Luis Valley of Colorado. Uh, and we saw an opportunity within the market to kind of look at things in a little bit more of a slower pace. Uh, everybody is always trying to get things to the market as quickly as possible. And have we've encountered that the products that are out there are just not quite meeting the quality that we would desire to use as a product. So we took the opportunity to go ahead and start from the very beginning and grow from seed in a slow, like organic manner. Uh, we use zero additives, synthetics, or pesticides on all of our products. Um, and then all of our smokable products are uh, hand trimmed, hand dried, hand rolled. And then all of our products are also um, packaged in either hemp-based products or biodegradable products. Um, so I've got a few examples here today. Um, right here is our five gram joint pack. So it's five single gram joints. And then it also comes with a branded Tegrity Farms lighter so that you always have something to start it up for you. And then we also have our single 1.5 gram smokable joints. And this packaging is actually made from hemp plastics through sauna packaging. Highly recommend them. It's an excellent product, completely biodegradable. 
And um, excellent. That's really incredibly needed. I mean, we are putting so much trash into landfills and the oceans with all the packaging that's required for the cannabis and the hemp industry. Yeah. So that, that's excellent. I'm definitely going to get um, get some more information about that from you. Yeah, absolutely. I highly recommend them. They're a great company to work with, have really awesome values. Same, same kind of concept. We are tired of putting trash into the world. Very cool. Yeah. Excellent. So, so do you have other product lines with you? Um, is that, is that kind of the core base right there? The, the smokable hemp flower? We have a the few like commemorative things, some stickers, some t-shirts, but as far as actual hemp products right now, all we have is the smokable line. Okay. We are looking going into the next season into more of an industrial format. So you'll start seeing some more fiber-based products from us. Okay. Excellent. So one of the questions I got to ask, and I know I talked about it with your team when we previously spoke is the, uh, the background on Tegrity farms, the name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know it's, it's kind of popular. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the show South park at all. I'm very familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ran Randy, well, Randy is my favorite character. Yeah. He's the best, isn't he? Uh, we saw an opportunity with uh, their branding to kind of work together and create a product that is kind of parroting the parody, if you will, uh, because we are genuinely about the, the high premium quality of the product and the sustainability of it. And so we're kind of making fun of their point of view of how cannabis and hemp is kind of taking over a lot of industries. Sure, sure. I mean, if you if you watch kind of the undertone of the South Park, they have a very, a very corporate, you know, it starts as mom and pop, then then turns very corporate. And then now they're trying to get as much money and take over the world. At least that's the like I said, the South Park kind of undertone right. for the whole episode, but uh, very, very funny episode. So um, do you mind telling me a bit more about uh, how Tegri Farms got started? Um, beyond just the, beyond just the name, um, you know, where, yeah. where does everybody come from? Is there, um, you know, say, does the team have personal experience with using cannabinoids prior to starting Tegri farms and, and so on? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, our farm itself is, like I said, down in the San Luis Valley of Colorado. Um, it is just a very tiny, smart, small farming town. Uh, and my friend and boss, Mark Slaw, his family lives down there. And so they saw an opportunity to take this old farm that was not being used and to develop it into a hemp farm to provide high CBD products to the market. Um, for me personally, I have fibromyalgia. And so I use cannabis and hemp products to help manage the pain and inflammation of that. Uh, and it is for me personally, an enjoyable process to actually smoke my CBD uh, because it is a lot easier to ingest it faster reacting within my body than it would be to say, take a tincture or an edible, uh, which is, you know, what I aim for going into the evening, but some days I just need a little bit of kick there. Um, so as far as that's concerned, uh, the farm itself, like I said, is only two years old and that is hundred percent a family startup farm. It's, you know, working with my boss, best friend, we're growing these plants and uh, he has a background in cannabis for the last 10 years. So we're, we're not new to the growing process, but we are new to the hemp area. Right. So, so as the farm started two years ago, um, that was really the height of the farm bill getting passed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of, lot of new 
uh, farmers, just new business coming into the industry because it was obviously then nationally legal. I'm curious as to what kind of hardships the farm has faced. I mean, when, especially like with the farm bill getting passed, a lot of people jumping into the space, the, the hemp market, at least retail, retail hemp market was not necessarily established. So a lot of farmers came in, grew a ton of hemp, really drove the prices down and not not everybody had outlets for their products. You know, has, has it been a hard experience, um, you know, working with the farm, finding retail outlets, finding, you know, clients and, and kind of building the brand or has it been, you know, a bit easier than that? Um, I would say that it, there have been some challenges more specifically with this last year in COVID uh, rather than the startup of the initial farm. Uh, because we are a small farm, we were able to manage the grow and the crop and everything with no problems. Uh, and because of our branding, we have not had any issues with making those connections. But going into 2020 with the pandemic and uh, people not being able to leave their house and things of that nature and delayed shipping times, I would say that those have been a bigger issue for us than uh, any others. Um, and surprisingly enough, 2019 was a good year for water, so there wasn't any sort of droughts or any issues around that that we had either. Uh, but the pandemic definitely was kind of a strong hit for us as far as just distribution and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I said, we speak with businesses all the time, and really 2020 is a, is a horrendous year. It's actually something that we've let's say uh, we haven't shied away from it, but it's not a, not hasn't been a huge topic on the hemp show. Um, although it has been affecting all the businesses, we can only hope that 2020 and the vaccine, um, you know, is going to help kind of mitigate all of these issues that they've been facing, um, that these hemp farmers have been facing. So overall, 2020, how does the end of 2020 look for you? And what's, what is the future? What does 2020 look like for Tegrity Farms? Um, you know, do you have product expansion, farm expansion, you know, tell us a bit about what the future looks like. Yeah, so for 2021, we are looking to expand. We've mostly stayed on the West Coast to the Rocky Mountains as far as our distribution is concerned. And we are looking to expand into the rest of the 50 states. Um, and so that is a big goal for us. And then as far as the farm is concerned, we are going to be splitting some of that farm and um, turning some of that into industrial so that we can create some fiber products. We've got a really great opportunity to start creating uh, hemp and alpaca based uh, cl clothing articles. And so um, that will be kind of our next step for the end of 2021. Okay, excellent. Now, do you have plans to expand the consumable product line as well? Um, any mm, edible type really products, anything? Any, hmm? Not really at this point. Um, okay. We really stick with just the, the pre-rolled smokables because that way we're able to manage the quality of the product. Uh, we don't want to get too big for our britches, so to speak. Sure, sure. Now, as far as the, as far as the flower goes, can we... Uh, Talk a bit more about the specific growing process and the strains that you use within the pre-rolls. Um, now, one thing to mention before that, uh, I believe Randy on, on the South Park episode had some unique strain that morphed into some crazy goblin type creature. <laughs> you don't happen to have some unique strain that'll do that, do you? No, 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 we don't. Um, so, uh, the, the strains that we have on the market right now, um, we've got cherry wine and cherry blossom. 
they're both a high CBD strain uh, recommended for pain management and relaxation. Uh, we do have quite a few clients, though, that have come to us to assist with smoking cessation. So uh, that is real popular. We get a lot of people buying our five gram joints because it kind of gives them that experience of smoking, but it doesn't have any THC or nicotine. Uh, so the, that those are what we have going right now. Uh, we are looking to expand into some other um, genetics, but we haven't quite made any decisions on that for this next grow season. Excellent. And I'm well, sorry, if what you... was the other half of your question? Um, no, no, that was basically it was about the goblin strain. Yeah. Um, we, we, we can go in and we can go and avoid that. Um, but no, we've definitely we've had some some great companies on here um, that have done things like specific genetic formulations. Um, so could be oh, Andy. Hold on one second. Oh, all right, there we go. We're back. Sorry, we had we had Andy popping in for a second there. Um, but yeah, so we've had some great um, strain kind of genetic formulation companies and labs that have been on the on the show in the past, I've definitely got to get you connected. It'd be interesting to develop a, a Randy type, you know, goblin monster strain that they had on South Park. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. That's great. Yeah. So, so um, I'm curious to know about the, let's say the, the COAs and the formulations of your products. And then also oh, the second part of the question actually that I, that I kind of forgot was um, growing practices. So mm -hmm. is there anything unique about your, your specific growing practices? I mean, I know um, it's all, all type organic slash, uh, you know, quality, natural ingredients, pests, you know, no pesticides, that type of stuff. Can you tell me a bit more about it? Uh, I will do my best. I will say that I am not personally one of the growers, so I don't have okay. all of the scientific information, um, but it is a slow process. So uh, like I said, we start growing from seed. We don't do any sort of cloning. So we, we start our own seeds, we put them into the ground. It's a slow kind of hand-holding sort of process. Um, and then again, like you said, we don't use any sort of additives or synthetics or pesticides. It's just what mother nature provides us. Uh, and then we use fresh mountain spring water because that's what our property has available. Excellent. I bet that, I bet that tastes great. The, uh, yeah, well, as opposed to this, well, I think I'm pretty sure we're getting our water from you anyways, but, uh, this California, <laughs> this California terrible, you know, uh, I, I didn't want to talk about water, but, um, no, so that, that's excellent. Now, um, you mentioned that uh, West Coast of the Rockies has really been your focus. Um, with 2021 coming up, you're moving, planning on moving e kind of uh, east and moving to the East Coast more national with the product line. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Our goal is to um, connect with some distributors and people who are interested in wholesaling products so that we can expand out to the east. Uh, we really are not no longer in a place where we are limited by our location. And so we are looking to expand as much as possible. Okay. Now, as far as your, your business model as a whole, um, I mean, is it is wholesale and kind of connections with distributors um, and the whole distribution, is that really the key here? Is that is that who you're looking to connect with most? Uh, yeah, at this point, okay. that's who we are looking to connect with. Um, we do have some direct sales, but for the most part, uh, we are uh, from us to wholesalers and distributors. Excellent. Well, so we're, we're starting to wrap up our time here. Uh, if you're interested in connecting with Pearl and Integrity Farms, please add them to your network on CanTrade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the Integrity Farms wholesale store posted in the webinar chat, also in the CanTrade feed and in the podcast and YouTube show notes. Once again, thank you for being here, Pearl. Thanks so much, Mark. Have a great day. Awesome. You as well.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out A Major Journey today on all major podcast platforms.